0: The first person to call me an old soul was one of the first people I met in college. One of my best friends, Tariq, who lived directly across the hall from me. The reason he called me an old soul was the way I talked, the way I lived my life and my, with my borderline unhealthy passion about sports. The second person to call me an old soul was the cuzzo, it's John. It's because I was up before him after a night of drinking reading the morning paper on my phone. The first words out of my mouth were, let's go get some coffee. The look on his face and the words to me were the same. Are you 21 or 65? And the last person to call me an old soul was my former professor at Brooklyn College, Ron Howell. The reason for that is because I prefer my name in print. I'd rather have my name in a newspaper than online. He told me that I wasn't born in the right era and there weren't many people like me left that feel the same way. I still have every copy of every column I've ever written in college, including ten copies of the first piece about Le'Veon Bell. I say all of this to say my old soul should have realized the storylines that were clear as day leaning in the Bucks' direction. The first being the number of people who needed this Super Bowl for their legacy. Brady wanted this to be chiseled in the Mount Rushmore of great athletes, Gronk to be the best tight end of all time, Antonio Brown now has a chance to say that he is one of the best receivers to ever play the game. Second is the nobody believes in us angle. All the money was on Kansas City and Brady definitely used that as motivation. Next is never, ever bet against Tom Brady. Also, defense wins championships. Never forget that either. Finally, it's the karma aspect. After Andy Reid's son got in a car accident, that left two children in the hospital, one of them with life-threatening injuries. It's all because Britt Reed was drinking and driving. Add all that up and you have the result that we saw last night. My old soul didn't see all, all the old adages that, that always leads to victory. So this old soul will not bet on the new wave anymore. And to my little brother who knows pretty much next to nothing about football, enjoy that 20.
1: You're listening to the Grind Hours Podcast.
2: At the wall! See ya! See ya! All
0: right, I got the Grind Hours Hall of Famer on the line, starting the jam-packed Super Bowl Monday uh, podcast, even though this is coming out on Tuesday. I hope your Super Bowl Monday hangover is not as bad uh, but i mean if you're if you're a bucks fan you haven't seen a ring in a while so i mean as long as you're celebrating responsibly and not getting too loose with it mm-hmm. the hangover stretches out to tuesday i mean the other person on this podcast seems like he was a little bit hungover this morning tiny uh, bit not getting back to the uh the podcast when he said he was but um
3: <laughs>
0: we're fine we're fine we're rocking and rolling um what are your thoughts initially on the game
3: Just overall, because to me, it has shades of Rams, Pats. My big takeaway was that it's really a masterclass in coaching adjustments and quarterback adjustments because it was night and day from their regular season matchup where the Chiefs kind of pushed them around, bullied them, scored a lot of points on them. I mean, Bruce Arians called a great game, Byron Leftwich, Todd Bowles called great games, and Tom Brady did his thing. He's he's the GOAT for a reason, you know. He 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 won his seventh championship in style. It's the first time he's ever won in dominating fashion like this. All of the other ones were close. And yeah, this is the this yeah. is like his um his if this is his swan song, it's a hell of a way to go out. I mean Who's to other, say? Like I said to you last night, this is the guy I'll be carrying water for my whole life. Well, that's actually a
0: good point. Um, this is the number one point that I wanted to make. I led the show with something similar to what you said, but, um, Mm -hmm. the point that I really want to make is he is in a conversation of about five people. Um, and those P the, the list is Brady, Jordan, Ali, LeBron, and Russell. The reason why I have LeBron and Russell on that list is because they have done it for a long period of time jordan was unbeaten unbeaten when he got to the finals. he's got six rings brady's got seven ali i mean speaks for himself he's the undisputed champ and the goat of boxing for a reason um Mm -hmm. brady has more super bowls than franchises in the all of the league he's got the most he's the winningest (laughs) franchise in the nfl in the history of the league. So, yeah. Yeah. He, and, I mean, not to sound like a broken record, because I did lead the pod with this, but you never bet against Brady because he's going to win. He's going to win. There's two people that beat him,
3: and that's BDN, <laughs> Big Nickname Nick, and BDN. Um, and Eli Manning. That's I decided, it. by the way, um, since we call Brady the goat, I'm going to officially nickname Eli Manning the Chupacabra. Okay, because because he's the goat eater. Okay, okay. You know he might. We're never going to see this again. I I love your list. Throw Wayne Gretzky on it, and you have a complete list, in my opinion. No, the the list is five people, and you
0: can, if you want to, kill me about LeBron. I don't care. LeBron has been. There's nobody else. He's like Brady. There's nobody
3: else doing this. What he's doing. Right. He's been to the same number of. of Total championship events as Brady. He's um which is ten. He's uh he's won four times, of course, but with three different franchises. And he I went mean. to
0: seven in a row. Yeah. I don't care if he lost how many. He went to seven in a row. It's unheard of. Nobody repeat nobody goes to two in a row anymore in any sport. Yeah. And he went to seven in a row. I'm sorry. That's not the that, that, you're on that list, but with Brady, and I do want to talk legacy with you for a minute. It seals it now that he's the best
3: football player ever, in my opinion. Yeah. He's got more rings. I agree. I mean, every every metric is he's the best. He has the most championships. He has the most championship appearances. He did it with two different teams in both different leagues. He's, he's done the most of the playoffs. He's done close to the most of the regular season, probably will retire as the record holder for a lot of that stuff. I mean, there's there's no competition. I agree the, with you. I'm do, sorry.
0: Do you think if he gets to ten rings,
3: he's in is he in the conversation by himself? If he somehow gets to ten rings, I don't think there's a conversation anymore. I think it would be Brady, and then the other four guys. And again, I would include Gretzky, but we we don't have to talk about that. So, <laughs> I, 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 if he gets to if he gets to ten and he goes like, especially if he goes undefeated with the Bucks, and he's he becomes uh he becomes a uh, uh, ten for thirteen, then he it's it's no competition. It's Brady then. The other guys we mentioned, and then everybody else. There's no competition anymore. All right. Let's he would tr- he would be the greatest athlete of all time. Okay. Um. Let's let's give some
0: happy. Not that I'm not happy. No, I'm not happy for Brady. But let's give some. Right. <laughs> talk about some people. I don't, I don't I, blame
3: you. You're a Jets fan. You've suffered long enough.
0: Let's talk about some people that I am happy for. Have a ring. Um, yes. In particular, former Jets coach. Some guy that's near and dear to my heart. I said he was going to r- bring the Jets to the promised land. I was a little off by that. He brought the Bucs to the promised land. Mm-hmm. He's the mastermind behind that defense last night.
3: Todd Bowles, And it looked really Bowl. good. Todd he's, Bowles, Super Bowls.
0: He's got a ring. My my nickname for him has, has uh, actually hit. Um, <laughs> he's going to be a, a head coach again in this league. What he did with that defense, and I know that defense was – stacked and it wasn't the 85 bears or even the 20 uh 16 17 broncos
3: i think the Mm -hmm. broncos defense was better the one that brought Peyton his final rank but in terms of a single game performance i mean pat like you saw the stat patrick mahomes was pressured the most times of any quarterback in super bowl history that's an outstanding job out of super bowls
0: also shout out to last chance you alum you brought this to my attention
3: mhm jt3 super bowl champion ring.
0: he's got a ring so i mean is, is there anything else east mississippi community college could do other than say hey we got a super bowl champ right
3: it's, it's it doesn't go much higher than that
0: so shout out to him and i i do want to give one One more shout out because Mm -hmm. um it really speaks to I think the character of, of the guy. It's Leonard Fournette. Yeah. And the up and down of his career. From getting drafted top five to getting dumped this year and really going on a revenge tour to say you don't nobody thinks I'm good enough, I'm gonna show you. And He's reinvented himself, but, and he he proved me wrong because I was one of those doubters who said, you know, he's only a home run hitting running back. Mm-hmm. That, ain't, that ain't him. He's a bell cow now. And Super
3: he, Bowl champion Leonard Fournette, Super Bowl champion Blaine Gabbert, just as the Jaguars always predicted.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I totally forgot about that. I texted you. I think with like five minutes to go, they showed Brady with Byron Leftwich, and Gabbert walks through the screen. And I had yep. to do a double take. I was like, is that really Blaine F and Gabbard? Oh shit, Byron Leftwich, that's
3: right. He played for the Jags too. <laughs> so
0: is Holy this really crap.
3: a is this really a Super Bowl win for, for Jacksonville? Is it a half? I mean they they, they, it's it's a half a ring for Jackson. Look, sure, they, they've suffered enough. Let's give them a little credit here. Right, they helped man. make this happen. <laughs> I want to shout out, I, I do want to definitely shout out Byron Leftwich too. He called, like I said before, he called an amazing game. He had the picture-perfect offensive game plan to to beat the Chiefs. And I, I was saying this last night when they were marching down the field. I was like, I, he the head coach offers for him are going to be lining up next year hopefully he doesn't turn into another eric the enemy where he gets shut out of the job every time byron Leftwich is a great play caller and i he seems like a really good guy i hope he, he gets a head coaching job somewhere
0: you will take a quick break um, nick thank you so much
3: for coming on um, thank you for having me and uh try to nurse that hangover pretty well um i i need to i'm going to uh go to work in a different restaurant pretty soon so We'll see what happens. Best of luck, buddy. All right, take care.
0: Feed Hudson Valley is a regional food rescue and harvesting network in the Hudson Valley operating through Dutchess, Orange, Ulster, Columbia, Green, Putnam, and Sullivan counties. It links donors of prepared but unserved food and fresh produce with nonprofits and food assistance programs through an app-assisted network of food donors, Volunteers, and feeding agencies. Feed Hudson Valley facilitates the harvesting, processing, and distribution of locally grown or produced agricultural products, self stable food donations, and prepared nutritious foods. The app used is called Chow Match and it is easy for volunteers to download and use. Among the donors are restaurants, farms, food makers, stores, hospitals, and universities. The food assistant programs include food pantries, soup kitchens, and shelters. Volunteers are matched through the Chow Match app when a donation is available. They can indicate that they are available to make a run and then pick it up for a donor and deliver it to the agency. The Feed Hudson Valley Network currently includes over 300 volunteers, 130 donors, and 95 receiving agencies. Last year, on average, Feed Hudson Valley rescued and redirected over 12,000 pounds of food each month. Feed Hudson Valley could use more donors and volunteers. To learn more and sign up, visit feedhv.org. Again, that's feedhv.org. One more time spelled out F E E D H V.org. Now back to the podcast. <laughs> All right, I have uh, BCR alum, Vanguard writer, I assume. Now, is that yep. right? Yep. You also write for some Brooklyn Nets website. I- I'm seeing some pieces. <laughs> uh, my good pal Jose Roden, um, and Bud. It's been a long time since you've been on this podcast. It's been a long time since we've talked, actually.
1: I know. Um, I missed you.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's weird, but I, I I have to have you on Super Bowl Monday, even though this again is coming out on Tuesday, um, it's overreaction Monday, and one of the main reasons why I want to have you on because we were talking last night and you brought up a point that I, I no one's made up until this point. Um, we're recording this at 7:30, um, Monday Monday night. Y- no one's made it up until this point. So I'm not going to steal your thunder. You texted me a picture and just explain it from there. Expl-
1: so I texted the picture of at the end of the 2018 finals with LeBron James, just looking at J.R. Smith with the astonishment of the stupidity. And I, and I think That was Patrick Mahomes yesterday. Like, I was listening to PFT Live, I think, like, while doing homework. Mm -hmm. And they they ran an interview of Mahomes after the game. And even though he didn't call, like, people out, he did in the sense of, like, I was bad. Our game plan was off. I didn't play well. And then he went, my receivers weren't in the right place and they weren't getting order. And my offensive linemen could block sometimes, which they couldn't. But then he also said that, they let people through in a lot, so like he actually came out as a quarterback and said, "My team did not perform well, and this is what happened."
0: There, and there's
1: quarterbacks don't
0: do that. No, they they do, and this is this is the the, the showmanship of a true leader. And oh I, yeah, it's not even a showmanship. It's just it's what a good leader does. When when people need to be called out, they should be. And Lewis Riddick made this point last night after the Super Bowl on SportsCenter. Center. Um, he looked like a rookie quarterback. He or a young quarterback. He looked like yeah. he was 25 years old. He looked like he hasn't seen this before because he hasn't yet. And I, I saw this set on, on, on PTI too, preparing for the for the show in the half hour that I had off of work. Mahomes ran for trying to pass 497 yards. Oh my gosh. Trying to throw the ball. And he threw. The greatest pass, it was an incompletion. But he, he threw three? Threw the greatest pass I've ever seen in my life. He was, and if you watch the game or if you know anything about what happened last night, you've seen this picture of Mahomes completely parallel to the ground and he still chucks it like 35 yards into the oh end zone and it hits Damian Williams in the face mask. He it was a, you want to talk about people who have a bazooka for a right arm. It's Ma it's Mahomes and then everybody else. Mahomes got that hand cannon.
1: That whole game was kind of like, like exactly what you said in the sense of like, Mahomes has never seen anything like what he just saw. And the crazy thing is that like watching the game, like yeah, he didn't play well, but he was still able to like. What you said, almost run for like five hundred yards in the backfield, trying to, trying
0: trying to throw, He was trying, right? No, yeah, he was the only one that seemed to be trying. One really quick thing on the penalties. I want to nip this in the butt right here, because (laughs) we didn't talk about this at all in the in the first block. Okay. The some of the penalties, yes, bogus. The pass the pass interference call on Tyron Matthew in the end zone, bogus. Yeah. the pass interference call that negated the Matthew interception. Bogus. But the rest, I mean, boneheaded, like you haven't oh, yeah. been here before. The Chris Jones smacking the head against the center of, of Tampa Bay. The jumping off sides on the field goal attempt. The, like, those plays you can't have in a Super Bowl. And you think that they would know that because they were there before. They yeah. just won before. And – It's almost maddening because you know what this Chiefs team can be. And, I mean, yes, people drop the ball, and and Mahomes was running for his life, but the game was closer than a 22-point blowout. And I'm actually going to steal your second point. I'm going to give credit to you, but I'm going to steal it right in front of your face. Um, Because you you brought up to me, I think it was this morning, that you were afraid that uh, Mahomes is going to be the next Rodgers. Yeah. Um I, I I add to it too. He might be the next breeze where you only get one ring. Yeah. It's too early to tell and I'm going to talk about Aust- I'm going to talk to um to Austin and to wrap up the show about the legacy of this game. Mm. But Mahomes has got time. He's only 25. His script has not been written yet. So unlike Breeze and Rodgers, so what to you makes you cautious about him going down that path?
1: So the whole thing with Rodgers is that most people think like Tom Brady's the goat and all that, and he's amazing and he's been doing it for so long, but like Aaron Rodgers is like the dream of the prototypical quarterback. He has the cannon, like similar to Mahomes where they have all the talent possible, but Rodgers was... Never had the help from the front office that just led to him being beat down and beat down and beat down. And you can even look back in the Tampa Bay game, Green Bay Tampa Bay, like Rodgers played, he should have, he played well enough to keep that game close. And he should have had a better chance of going to the Super Bowl. I think that what scares me with Mahomes is he's that legendary talent that's great. And the Chiefs are just going to put everything on his back. And sometimes he's going to do it and sometimes he's not. And it's the same thing with the let Russ cook. Like, yes, these quarterbacks are amazing and they're great. But Tom Brady just showed last night that you cannot win just being a quarterback. You need help, like a Gronkowski. And like, well,
0: there's a difference between what Brady does because, and people are going to take this sound bite and play it a million different ways and take out of the contacts, fine, kill me for it. But I'll continue to remind, me, go, to remind people who do take this soundbite to go back and look at the receipts. Um, Brady, and what he does, is the ultimate field general. He is yes. everything by the definition of what a field general does. And what I mean by that is he does what it takes to win a game. If he needs to throw for 400 yards and five touchdowns, he'll do that. If he nope. needs to do what he did last night and throw for two hundred yards and three touchdowns, he'll do that. If he has to just hand the ball off to his running back for seventeen times in a row because they can't stop the run, he'll do that. He, yeah. his entire life, from, I would say, four years ago, five years ago, truly, has been about winning football games. Whenever he said he wants to play till he's forty-five, and now he's saying he wants to play beyond that. It's always been about how can I win a football game? Yeah. And that he that's what Mahomes needs to be. Now, I'm not saying he needs to be 100% football 100% of the time. He just needs to be what can I do to win this game? And I think what he was trying to do is play hero ball and will his team in a way. And you do need that in, in, in a sense. You do well, need the – let me just put the cape on for a, for a minute – and, and do things that nobody else can do. And this is overreact this is overreaction Monday to a T because last year it was, oh, how many rings in a row can Mahomes and this team win? Because <laughs> we thought there was nobody better than them. And up until yesterday, we still thought that. I still thought that, even though I was stupid and dumb and should have saw the writing on the wall. <laughs> Mahomes is great. He is going to be great. Knock on wood, for, for a long, long <laughs> time. I I really hope he's in our lives for the next 15 to 20 years. Roden, thank you so much for coming on, man. It, it, it really means a lot. I, I look forward to talking to you in the future. Anytime, and, uh, man. be easy, all right, brother?
1: All right. Thank you very much for having me.
0: Let's take one more quick break. Back after this. Alright, uh, to end the podcast, uh, actually what you're hearing, dude, just do a little bit of housekeeping, it's a song by The Mixed Apes. It's, I heard it on the Tony the show, so you fell a little over The Mixed Apes. The I'll give you a TK salute and uh, la cheeserie to you. Um, if you want to hear this song and others by The Mixed Apes, check them out on SoundCloud and on Facebook. Go to their Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash The Mixed Apes. And just look up the mixed apes on SoundCloud. But getting back into it, Austin, uh, it wouldn't feel right if we didn't go on Overreaction Monday and do something. Um, it wouldn't feel right to, to have a sports show without you on it in some capacity. Brother, how you doing? It's great to have you back on the pod. I think you're the most recurring guest so far in 2021. This is your third appearance in the podcast.
2: Well, that's a big
0: honor, man. You
2: know, uh, if anyone can do it with you, it's me, right? We, we go <laughs> way back. We, we know how to do this. Um, always fun to be on the pod. Always fun to go back and forth with you. We're doing well, man. Like we're going to talk about, although I'm underwhelmed with how the game itself played out, there's no undermining the impact uh, the game will have on the legacies of Pat Mahomes and Tom Brady
0: yeah I I agree with you and that's a great just springboard into what why I want to have you on because there was part of it and I said this on the podcast last week leading up to the game the part of it for Mahomes because if he I said if he loses to Brady and wins another one well the only stain on his legacy is he lost the goat so that's not really much of a stain that, that, that's a good if you're going to lose to somebody lose to him because you're going to learn a thing or two and I think he did Th- this is going to I think be one of those losses that's going to benefit Mahomes more than it hurts him I agree honestly I, you're
2: right uh, Mahomes looked very young last night and I saw a side of Mahomes that I for one hadn't seen much of in his short career he was frustrated he was yelling at his offensive line he was humor. he was yelling at his sideline he was furious and you know for all intents and purposes last night was the first time
0: we saw patrick mahomes get punched directly in the mouth in a sense it's the biggest learning curve. like this is the biggest advantage mahomes is going to have for the rest of his career because nobody else in his class or anybody younger than him until it happens to them has this learning experience of oh this is what it feels like to lose again because he didn't know what it felt like to lose for a long time. This is what it feels like. And one thing that I want to mention here, because we'll talk about Brady to, to wrap it up, but one thing I want to mention here Mahomes has lost twice in the playoffs, both to Brady. You don't think he wants to meet Brady back there in the Super Bowl again? <laughs> I'm sure. Like, do you, that would mean I think more than winning his first if he if he beats Brady because that's persona non grata. I think if it's if, if you get Mahomes to talk candidly, the one guy he wants to beat, it's Brady. It's nobody else. All
2: right, well, uh, it's crazy to think because this is Mahomes could go on to win five straight Super Bowls and he'd still be one behind, right? Tom Brady now, right. which is just. You know astronomical to even think about i mean seven seven champion seven super bowls is just that's a video game uh i don't even know if i can pull that off on madden and i'm trying currently and it's not easy <laughs>
0: but it, you madden know, references from you there's not much to do in quarantine these days you, you, yeah man i mean I, I, I'm, I'm 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 getting there with you I, i'm this it, close to downloading madden again and just letting it rip
2: I'll tell you right now. If I'm not working, then I'm either. If I'm not working or with my girlfriend, I'm either uh, p- trying to bring the Knicks to a championship or winning Super Bowls with the LA Chargers.
1: That's all I'm
0: doing. <laughs> so uh, um, you bring up Brady. I, I I led with this at the top, and I'll I'll finish with this. He's chiseled himself into the Mount Rushmore. You can't talk about the history of football without Tom Brady. And I think what is going to happen from this win, you're going to see it in the in the extreme short term because of this quarterback class in free agency in the trade market. Brady went up and left. He said, I don't need the establishment. I don't need the Patriot way. I could do it my own way. And I could still win. And, and, and a convincing win at that. So for the, I mean, Stafford already got out, but for Watson, for Rogers, for reportedly Wilson, for some reason, I don't know why Seattle wants to move on from Russell Wilson, but that's an, another, another point. You got this mold that you can follow now. It's kind of what happened in 2013 with LeBron. LeBron set the, he, he showed everybody the way. And I think that's what Brady is doing with, with this ring more than anything. It's sticking it to his pal Belichick, and it's showing everybody else in the league, hey, this is our league, not, not, the, not the owners. We're the product on the field. Let, let's actually do something and, and, and take strongholds of our own careers.
2: Well, yeah, you know, it's, you know I'll, I'll take a, a saying from another GOAT, uh, Michael Jordan, like he said in the Last Dance, is front office and coaches—they're important, but at the end of the day, players win games. Uh, you know, Tom Brady was the missing piece to bring Tampa Bay a Super Bowl. Don't get it twisted. Uh, It's—you know what's so interesting—is there's no there's no debate to it. Like people debate LeBron James and Kevin Durant, there's no debate with Tom Brady. No. He was dominant in New England he left and his first year on a new team he beat Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees and he beat Alex Smith too and he well, and no, he, he beat Hanky oh that's true and he beat Patrick Mahomes or Heineke or who will be yeah. and he beat no. Patrick Mahomes who will be who will be the next great quarterback Let's, but oh, he won his 7th ring hold
0: on hold on I, I, this is part of the reason why I had such a big rant in the and sec- the B block. Let's, let's hold off on Mahomes. Uh, can we no, – can- Don't. No, 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 no. Don't, no, no, don't no, no, tell no. me that. No, no, no. Can we hold off on Mahomes until he actually does something? Because if we put him in a box with, with someone who – it's unimaginable what Brady is doing. You, you, it's unfair to Mahomes. As good as Mahomes is, you can't put him in the conversation with Brady. Brady's went to 10. Now one seven, he's got more than any franchise in the damn league. No, we're not putting him in the well, same conversation. Well, does yet. it?
2: Well, okay. Well, does it become? Does it become the the Jordan and LeBron debate of? Oh, well, it's a different era. Oh, it's a different style of play. Because
0: no, Patrick Le- Mahomes is changing the way the quarterback position is played. Brady is still playing. Jordan was out of the league when LeBron came in. Brady Bro. is
2: still playing, but I mean, do we think Brady's sticking? I know he says he wants to play for five more years, but unless he does stick around for five more years, one Super Bowl is not enough sample size. Then I'm willing to say that Mahomes is the LeBron to Tom Brady's Jordan. Uh, no, uh, they're stop, both incredible stop, in different stop, ways. Stop,
0: stop that. No, because what you're doing is what hindered LeBron for the for majority of his career, at least his first day in Cleveland. He was trying to live up to a title that's unobtainable there's only one jordan there's only one brady there's only one lebron there's o- there's only going to be one mahomes hopefully he's 25 he's played three full seasons in the league can we let him write his own storybook can we talk about him in 10 to 15 years hopefully and hopefully 20 from 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 now and say Look at what his career is. Can we talk about when he actually repeats as a champion, and talk about it then? Well, that comes down to Patrick Mahomes, the man, not
2: the quarterback. You know, yeah, no I don't want to. Yeah, it does. If, yes, it does. I don't, hold on, now. I want to ring. Go ahead. I don't want to keep. I don't want to keep. You know, cross referencing sports here, but I, I will one more time for the sake of the point. Um, look, I, I work in news, right? Uh, and it's, and, I, and in, in especially in the area of sports, what keeps sports moving, what keeps sports so interesting for so many people around the world is storylines. Now, the media is going to do what the media does. And I'm talking about LeBron and Jordan. That comparison was always going to happen because he came out of high school dubbed as the next big thing, the next great player. LeBron James did not have to buy into that and have to spend the first half of his career trying to live up to that legacy. We look at LeBron James now, and his legacy is set in stone, and it's great because he is secure in his own legacy. Now, if Patrick Mahomes can learn that lesson at 25, can learn that lesson now, hey, I'm going to be Patrick Mahomes, I'm going to be me, the the lesson that LeBron didn't learn until he was in Miami, then Patrick Mahomes, his legacy will be great regardless of what anyone says in comparison to him and Tom Brady.
0: Let's talk about Mahomes when Mahomes reaches that point. Because if you put him in that box now, and even if you don't mean to, if you if you start if you poke this, you start the fire now. It's there's not going to be an end to it. He's well. Tell me this much: Is Tom is excuse me is Patrick Mahomes
2: the next face of the NFL? Because I think he is. Yes.
0: If you're giving me, if you have to redraft the entire league, and I got a, I got the first pick, I'm taking Mahomes. I'm taking Mahomes. A million times. He's the, he is the guy. He is the next guy. He, he's going to, he, when you're talking about the next gr- great group of quarterbacks, Brady leaving, and we'll end on this, but Brady leaving, Rodgers is close out the door. Breeze is pretty much, I mean, he's halfway through the door. It, it, who knows if he's going to go through it or not. Roethlisberger is knocking at the door. We need the next group of quarterbacks.
2: Mahomes is that guy. He's Mahomes, it's Watson, it's Jackson, and hopefully Trevor Lawrence. That
0: could be fun. A- and don't forget about Justin Herbert out in L.A. Come on. That's true. Come on. He- That's he- true. He showed something. I'm not, I'm not writing something for, for-, for Herbert, but he-, he at least looks like he can be something. Mahomes. I'm excited is- about him. Mahomes, to compare people, if you want to compare people, the next two guys up are Watson and Mahomes. They're going to be Manning and Brady. Hopefully, knock on wood, for the next ten to fifteen years. That's hopefully what we're getting. But until they actually do something, until Mahomes wins again and has to defend his title again, stop, stop all the baby goat comparisons. Because and that's why I wanted to bring you on and talk about this, is because last year, and I said this with Roden, it was how many. Can the Chiefs win? Now it's, oh, well, the Chiefs aren't that good anymore. No, they ran into Brady. They're going to be favored next year to win. So just, I'm sick, I'm tired of it. I'm actually tired of it. And, and this is not because I lost 20 bucks and I should have seen the writing on the wall. I'm tired of the media, tr- of overreaction Monday. I'm, I'm sick and tired of it.
2: Well, I I, mean, I haven't, like, I, I made a point to not watch any uh, shows this morning because I know it's overreaction Monday, and quite frankly, I can't stomach it. Um, that's just me. <laughs> but, you know, Skip Bayless saying that uh, Mahomes is exposed. Like, come on, man. What are we doing here? What is it? Amateur Hour?
0: No, it's cl- it's, it, 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 it is it's Amateur Hour. It, it shows who all the, the true clowns are. And I'm just... I don't know, man. I... I, I I guess we'll end the show there, but like I mean, come on. Like well, I think here's here's a good way to end it,
2: if I if you don't mind. No, go ahead. It's uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna spend the next year up until next year's Super Bowl talking about legacy and and what this game means and Mahomes legacy and Brady's legacy and how all that stuff, but at the end of the day, there's one brass ring. And Mahomes and Brady, as long as Brady's playing, and every other quarterback we just mentioned is going to do everything in their power to, to reach that brass ring. And we're going to do our job. We're going to sit here and we're going to contemplate. We're going to break it down for you and we're going to talk about it. But at the end of the day, all we're really getting is great football.
0: I, I, wouldn't, put in, uh, I wouldn't put last night as a great football. It was boring for a half.
2: I think I oh well, I think the refs in the first half, and then the second half was just <laughs> even more domination by the uh, the front line of the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Shaq Barrett, I don't know how this guy is so damn strong, and JPP undefeated in the play-
0: playoffs and didn't even eat all his fingers. So God bless him. Oh yai yai! You're not getting anything better than that. We'll, we'll <laughs> end there. we'll end there. We'll end there. Austin, red carpet's all yours, buddy. Just it's rolled out and tell the people where they can find you, what you got going on and all that sort of stuff.
2: <laughs> well, Hey, you know, you can find me on Twitter at air Santi, and you can find me on Instagram at your boy Santi. And uh, if you find me on Twitter, then you can celebrate with me. We didn't talk about it here, but I want to just give it a plug. Derek Rose is on the Knicks. Everyone rejoice with me. Welcome home. Well, you're home away from home. Derek, New York loves you. And we're glad you're here.
0: Maybe. Uh, Maybe Rose and Thibodeau 2.0 will be better than Rose and Thibodeau 1.0.
2: As long as it doesn't play for 48 minutes. Every time uh, Rose sees Thibodeau, I hope Rose duffs Thibodeau right in the mouth for what he did to him (laughs) in Chicago.
0: Austin, uh, it was a pleasure having you on, buddy. Stay stay, uh, healthy and happy, and uh, I'll I'll talk to you soon. All right, man? Will do, brother. Thanks for having me. Before I get to what I got going on, I want to say another Melancholy Trails to Pedro Gomez. Um, I did this for Larry King and I'm going to do this for Pedro Gomez. Pedro Gomez, like Larry King, he was in my life, even more so than Larry King. He, He was one of those guys that I wanted to be like and he was in my life for as long as I can remember. As a baseball fan, he was always on baseball tonight. He was always on SportsCenter Center when I was growing up, and reading everything that has come out about um, everyone who knew him and and just how much he meant to the the fabric of of baseball and, and just the baseball writing world in general um, and the brethren that 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 is. It's inconceivable to lose a, a guy like that because. It showed without even knowing him through the screen. That smile that he had and the enthusiasm to talk to a minor leaguer and a guy who's going to go to the Hall of Fame. It's it's something that I want to carry with myself. So um, rest in peace to Pedro Gomez and um, my best to, to his family and the people that he uh, survives by. But on this side of the coin to end the podcast... Uh, not the fake Jay Leo on Twitter, jaydantasports.blogspot.com. I have a Yankee piece that blew up on Reddit. Uh, go check that out. I got a uh, Nets piece in the works, a Jets piece in the works as well. Although I might scrap it, who knows? It might come out. Uh, and uh, another NBA piece also in the works, so that'll be out in the next couple of weeks. Go over my blog, subscribe, and uh, you'll be able to see it. That firsthand and of course this podcast. If you've reached this point, please like, subscribe, share this podcast with anybody who seems to fit. Download the show. If you're on iTunes, please give us a review. It means more to the show than you think. Big thanks to the Mixed Apes for letting us use uh, their song again. Go over Facebook.com backslash the mixed apes. The song name was The Open Spaces. And if you want to look them up on uh SoundCloud, them up on SoundCloud again. The song name is uh, "Open Spaces." And sorry for the long show. It's usually a little bit longer than we usually do around here, but too good of radio. was Super Bowl Monday. A lot of good things have been said. I'm the boss around here, so I said I get to see what goes. And uh, yeah, um, hope you had a good Super Bowl. Hope you have a great start to your week. Be back on Thursday. And until next time.